I'm here with Edward Little, head football coach Dave Sterling. Coach, uh, nice start to the season. Yes, thank you, Coach Wing. It was, uh, you know, a really good test for us. Uh, Bangor's got some very good size, and our guys answered the call. Yeah, you know, I know they, they changed uh, to Coach Morris, the baseball coach, who certainly had plenty of, uh, of success. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still think they're lacking some talent, of course, but I, I think they look more organized, more... Um, more with it, I guess. I yeah, they, I think they're gonna they're gonna get some wins as the season goes along, and they've got to you know some good athletes. No question about that. Um, bright spots from last week? Things that you noticed right away? Well, we uh, we moved the ball successfully and keeping you know good speed um, during offensive plays and defensively being able to attack um, and communicating well on the field, knowing what the opponent was trying to accomplish and you know that's the leadership by our, our captains primarily like uh, Josh Kaiser and uh, Josh Hamill um, Josh Hamill you know ran the ball well caught the ball you know, pass, had yeah. several tackles on the plays and Cooper Watkins made a, a big uh, sack when we had a turnover uh, to change the momentum of the game after we were been up two scores we throw an interception he makes a big sack they lose 20 yards on the play and then we were able to get the ball right back and, uh, you know, Leighton Gerardin's leadership at quarterback has been just amazing. Um, his confidence is growing week by week. So we're looking forward to this week. Yeah, you know, anytime you lose a, a, a quarterback, senior quarterback who's played a couple years and can throw the ball and whatever, yes, sir. you always wonder coming in, especially when you get a senior. It's nice that he's a senior, so yep. you know he's uh, you know, been with you, with you for a bit. Mm -hmm. I, I thought he looked really good. Yeah, Leighton has, you know, Leighton has been very competitive for the job. I mean, when, you know, the last two years, uh, Grant knew that Leighton was an excellent athlete, and if we ever needed him, you, you could step right up and do the job. And Leighton, being such a good uh, football IQ individual, that he could uh, he stepped into roles of playing wide receiver and cornerback for us over the past couple of years. Done an excellent job at that, and knew our offensive system. And it was a pretty easy uh, change for him to go from receiver to quarterback. There's nothing like a little competition uh, when in the ranks to make guys pay attention exactly. and make sure they're doing what they need to. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's good. We've got we've got a couple other guys that are, you know, that are underclassmen that are contributing in the offensive and defensive scheme, and um, Giles Parity being showing great leadership at the middle linebacker position for us is a is a also a quarterback and fits in the offense as a tight end, and then Aiden Charest, who's an excellent athlete, and we refer to him as Baker Mayfield jokingly when he gets in there to play quarterback because he likes to run around and improvise. But you know, to have kids like that that know that they they're not just going to sit on the bench. They want to get in the game. It's it's really helped our program a lot. The uh, I didn't see the game, but I saw the stats from the Oxford Hills and Lewiston game. Uh, I just talked to Bruce, maybe Bruce Nicholas, maybe uh, 20 minutes ago. Yep. You know, I think he was feeling that uh, they, they certainly weren't equal to the task. He was concerned that maybe they got caught up in the celebration of the opening of the new field and really weren't as focused as he'd like. But that's a good Oxford Hills team. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, they've got an, you know their quarterback is a you know exceptional athlete, Division One huh. caliber athlete. He's obviously you know been selected by the University of Maine for baseball, and you know he's, a, he's very competitive, and as well as some of the other guys that are you know the slot receivers, the tight ends, and their offensive line is extremely aggressive off the ball, and you know it's a good program run by Mark Soren. Yeah. So. I, I talked with uh, Gus LeBlanc, uh, we're all friends from a long, long time ago, and uh, you know, he said, you know, we had the coverages we wanted, and 
One guy looked and watched the guy run by him and said, whoops, that might be my guy, and, you know, touchdown. So, yeah, I think when you've got a guy that's that tall, that can see over the line, that can throw the ball as well as he can, that's a, that's a weapon, no question. Yeah, in high school football, if you can get, you know, three or four guys that are exceptional athletes get them in space and have them perform, it's it's hard to beat them. Well, you know, it's interesting. I When I taught this station to set, uh, they had a nice comeback, come from behind win against Yarmouth. And he said, you know, in Class D, he said, you know, if you get really good athletes, you, you can win some games that maybe you shouldn't win. And I'm not so sure that's not at every level. Yeah, it's pretty you much at every level. You've great athletes in high school. Yeah, you, you saw know. Portland last year with the change at quarterback when a couple guys got injured. They, I can't remember the young man's uh, name, but when he went to quarterback, it Ron was a whole Moss, different ball yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Moss kid. Yeah. yeah, I think, you you know, you, you they need to perform. I mean, I certainly have seen plenty of kids, as of you, that have got great talent, but nothing happens. As Coach Hale used to say, yep. all the staff from the neck down. Yep. Did you use that line Saturday? I, I, I did use that line have, Saturday. He nice made job, sure to remind us that, you know, when we did something wrong in a game, he put his hand to his throat, and we knew we had done. We weren't performing the way we well, should. Well, you know, we laugh at those kind of things, but I, I'm old school. I really believe those tried-and-true statements like that, yeah. they're, they're true. Yep. I'm sorry. If you have they a five-cent head and you've got the All-American yeah. body, you're probably yeah. not going to go for it. No. Oh, that's correct. Yep. Um, appreciate you having a chance to, to talk about him. Uh, I said I had a different relationship, as you guys know. I didn't play for him. Mm-hmm. I was never, I mean, I asked him to coach with me. Yeah. I was actually his boss twice, so mm-hmm. that makes me a yeah. different relationship than everybody else, but uh, quite a guy. He was and, a wonderful uh, man. It's going to be hard to, to replace that kind of an individual. He, he's been worried about where the next set of coaches coming from beyond you guys. Mm-hmm. But my, Mike did an excellent job instilling in, in men that played for him, you know, what, what the fundamentals of life were and to be, you know, you know, morally sound and also work hard at what you do. And, you know, those are traits that are lost sometimes in today's society as far as responsibility. And Mike held people to a, a high task. And so that's why, he, you know, when, you, when he talks about, when he did talk about um, coaches coming up through the ranks, you know, he, he knew that when he spoke to guys like me who had played for him and as well as some of the guys that, you know, were in the main Football Coaches Association, like Dan O'Connell, that they had to push, you know, to get other kids involved in the programs. I have three young men, Justin Terrio, um, Latrell Thomas, and Caden Vigos that graduated for me last year that are assistant coaches for us right now. And it's excellent to have kids that are that committed and see that, that same type of, you know, need within uh, football to be able to give back. I've said for a while, I, we have a, a the our society has a McDonald's mentality. I want it fast. I want it right now, and I don't want to have to work. I just want to show, get it. Yeah. And that's not the way sports are played. Not no. just football, but any of the sports. Exactly. Exactly. You got to play the game all the way through and be mentally and physically prepared yeah. for it. You can't just show up hoping you're going to win. So. I I talked I, I talked to each, each of the coaches, and I probably mentioned it to you last week, although I don't remember. A lot less kids nationwide playing football. Yep. And uh, one of the parents was just standing there and said, well, we don't have as many freshmen as we normally have. But that's in every sport. Yeah. People talk about football, but I, I've been around asking ADs the same for foot, for the other sports. But we, we you know, in Auburn, we've, we you have a class maybe that, like in this in this class, we had uh, 16 kids. We had four get injured the past week. Yeah. So we needed to file in some sophomores into the sure. game as well as Brewers doing the same thing. Sure. Um, but, you know, the part of the thing, like in our senior class right now on, on the varsity squad, we have 19 seniors. 
four of those guys didn't play until their senior year, yeah. and they're contributing to the program. It's sure. just a matter of when they want to come back know. and give it the shot. No, and you know the one that I always use, I use myself uh, as an example. I, I lived in Brewer in uh, Portland, eighth, end of eighth grade and ninth grade. I moved to Brewer the day football started my sophomore year. Uh, starting the second game, I was a starting quarterback. He, exactly. he didn't know I was going to be yep. there. Yep. <laughs> oh, sophomore. Mm-hmm. Who's this guy? You know, so you don't know. No. You don't know. You Some don't. kid we, moves out. We've, had, we've had five kids move into the community in the past year sure. that are all football players. Sure. You yeah. know, so. Yeah, I think that that, that and, and you know, one of the years that I was principal at Miranda Cook, we had so many freshman boys that the, the, the boosters came to me and said, we'd like to have two freshman boys soccer teams yeah. and I said whoa you know that in other words it costs money and they mm-hmm. go because this is Miranda cool. yeah. when do you want the check you want yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday yeah you know, we just want to keep the no kids problem. in the program we yeah. want them seriously the class had 50 more boys than girls and mm-hmm. that's not a big school no. that's a lot more boys now it evens out the next year you know? yeah. so yeah. you also have to take that into account but besides the fact that the population is moving south EL's 500 kids less than they were. The state of Maine, back state of Maine oh. is one is the only state in the nation where deaths outnumber births. Yeah, well, we're the oldest. Yeah. We're the oldest state in the and nation, the, and that's too. why you see the high school population is dropping sure. off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, coach. Good luck Friday night. I, you, and that'll Wayne. be a tussle. I'm going to be doing uh, Skowhegan uh, against Brunswick up in Skowhegan. Nice. Back in the old stomping grounds. Uh, but I'll be watching on Twitter to see how you're doing. Great. Thank you, coach. All right. Hey. Good luck. Thanks. Well, thank you thank for you. the work, buddy. Nice job.